Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This week brings us Pokemon Go news. It's only like been out for a couple of years. And we're also going to talk about Dan Hauser leaving Rockstar. Is this, is this the end of Rockstar? Matthew, how's it going? Um, it's going. It's going. <clears throat> Brain's a little melted, uh, but you know we'll get through it. I mean, Hardly. I only I only had like you know half a brain to begin with. So, so what are we working on now? Quarter? Uh, it's hard to say. It's hard to say. Um, I don't want to be optimistic, so we'll just we'll just say there's some left there. I'm still walking. I'm still breathing. That's something to be so proud of. Part of your body still functions, I guess. <clears throat> for now for now i mean i guess that's all you can ask for right um i mean i would definitely like to ask for more but that's yeah. all i'm gonna get yeah yeah okay that's fair yeah. that is all you will get so anyway what are we doing what's up well um well, we were uncivilized for a while there, which we made this very... really difficult. Uh, our lovely internet provider had an outage. Um, one of their fiber optic cables were was uh, severed, it seemed. According to their Twitter, it was, or at least damaged. So uh, we were out with we were without internet for half the day, um, which just so happened to be when I was you know, getting the news together. So that was a little bit of a roadblock. <laughs> There's nothing better than I, I wasn't home and uh, our group chat starts going off of, do you, anybody have internet? And I'm like, oh no, because I know what Matt's asking. He's in the middle of writing this. Yep. Which was funny because Dewey initially was like, I'm pissed. And I was like, is it because you don't have internet either? Yeah. And then, while we were in the middle of that conversation, people were texting Samantha like, hey, do you have internet? Do you have internet? And it was like, all right. So clearly this and then is I was a- And I was hoping, I was like, man, maybe that area just sucks. And maybe me being farther away has it. So I'll just bring everybody here. We'll all hang out. Mm-hmm. Nope. nope. Psych? I also did not have internet. Yeah. I mean, it was nice in this occasion uh, that it wasn't our fault. Yeah. Apparently there were three three large areas affected. Maine got affected. New Hampshire got affected. I don't know how it skipped Vermont. Yeah, that was kind of weird. The 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 people that were complaining, it was very strange. Yeah, but uh, I mean, it's back now. At the moment, yep, we're here. 
not that you wouldn't you would hear us regardless we can record without internet it just becomes more finicky when we go to actually do news things yeah which i finished the doc um with my cell phone as a hotspot tethered to my computer typing it out which was interesting but also uh surprisingly smooth um so yeah good on you tech companies for doing <laughs> for, things for knowing how to use technology not being a bunch of schmucks so i'll keep it brief i haven't done anything exciting oh, this week right well that goes to the question um, of what have you done <laughs> <clears throat> Just sticking up with my shows that I can get like 30 minutes at a time or so to watch. And we watch volleyball that you got to you got to get it on that train, bro. On the volleyball train. It's so good. You got to get me in on the volleyball train. It's so good. You know, I have to watch it. I have to watch it with. I have to start watching it with you. I'm going to say the same sentence four times. Yeah. I have to start watching it with you because I will have questions and I will have a lot of them and I need them answered then. Yeah, but I don't think you will, though, because it's like it's so well crafted. But, uh, well, there's the other part of I might not have questions, but I know that if you're watching it with me, you'll keep me watching it where I would potentially tune myself out at five minutes mm-hmm. and be like, I don't care. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, new season watching that. It's very well crafted. Very amazing. Um, what else are we watching here? Uh, the baseball anime, which is also very good. Also well crafted. Um <laughs> Also what I have to get in on. <laughs> See, I don't know, like the baseball one I feel like is a little bit too, too entry an- level. Too anime or oh, too entry level. Yeah. So I don't think you'd find it as interesting. Whereas oh, okay. volleyball is actually more like they get you in and then they the they through the first couple episodes of the first season they explain, you know, the volleyball. Volleyball to you. <laughs> and then they're like, No, we're going all in. Like we're in this. So, like, you know, they're busting out plays, they're busting out tempos, they're doing all sorts of stuff, you know, like, uh, so it's, it's not, you know, it's not low brow, ah, you know what I mean? I see what so, you're um, and then Picard, there's a new episode of Picard, which it's picking up pace. Um, I'm kind of, I'm, I haven't seen anything negative or anything positive on any normal social media site when something like this comes out. So I don't know if that's good or bad. Um, I, I think it's good. Any, I haven't seen any negative things, but I haven't also seen anybody being like, people are sleeping on Picard. Yeah, I, I don't think you will because there's so much. There is a lot of lore interwoven from previous. A lot of fan service things. I wouldn't say fan service. Like they're pulling from old Next Generation episodes characters locations ah. to build the story and it's it's clearly i don't think you could get in on it and be a hundred percent you know coherent uh, you, you need to see it first before you watch this type of thing i don't want to necessarily say that but like it's definitely far more enjoyable if you have the background knowledge okay um that's why i don't think you're gonna see like the you know you need to get in on a picard right now situation right you haven't seen Star Trek at all? Well, this is a great place to start. Mm-hmm. Never played any of the Witcher games? Watch Netflix. Yeah. It's not yeah, it's not like The Witcher. It's not like like this one the the show is good on its own, but it's not like it's approachable, but you know, without that background knowledge, you're not getting the full experience. Like I we're watching it and we're loving every second of it cuz like 
every little detail, you know, is like a thing that you can be like, oh, I remember this from this episode of Next Generation. Like, you know, <laughs> whatever the case may be. And I remember like, this time a red shirt died. Mm-hmm. Or I'll have to like look something up and then it'll it'll like remind you of the episode and be like, oh my God. And then you're pulling all these theories out and it's just like, um, but it's the, ner- the nerddom comes yeah. out. There are some directions that are frustrating. Like in this past episode, there's been two people smoking in the in the show which is like kind of like that's never been a thing in star trek star trek's always been like you know now, utopian now, society it is utopian and it is futuristic are they smoking or vaping it's funny you should say that <laughs> one smoking a cigar and one is vaping and the vaping one happened first which desensitized me to the cigar so i didn't even realize it because i was so like irritated by the vaping thing <laughs> and smoking in star trek's like a big like the original creator was like yeah that's not a thing like this is you know we're past that humans are of like you know we're smarter have, have we're healthier it's a bad idea blah blah mm-hmm. blah we've purged bad things from existence exactly so it's a weird step back and we want to relate to the new kids though that's kind of the part of it that's like, all right, you guys trying to be edgy? Let's fucking settle down, all right? Like, You're Star Trek. Know no, your crowd. No, no new children are coming to watch Star Trek. I yeah, tell that's, you. that's the kind of the, especially the way they're, because initially they're starting off like, oh, you need to like you need to have background knowledge. Like, this is for fans. And now you're adding in this stuff that's like, you clearly gear that towards a new crowd. And it's like, <laughs> you ain't got that. <laughs> all right, old fans, you need to know this stuff going forward. Also, we're going to do stuff that pisses you off because you know the content. Yep. So, there's that. Um, has, has Picard, like, dabbed on anybody yet? He has not dabbed on anybody yet. flossing? Nope, no flossing. Hopefully, if someone flosses in the show, going to get the big off switch. And we're going to watch it again. <laughs> just like the idea of you um, guys watching it and just being like, click and saying, what, what, why? And you're like. <laughs> You didn't see that guy in the back flossing? You think yeah. I'm going to fucking miss that? <laughs> they tried to put it in there. I see it. I saw it never again. Or, or like Picard just pulls out a gun and like just phases him. Mm-hmm. Just a little pew. Like, no, we don't do that here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it. I mean, I'm kind of low key looking forward to not having the opportunity to watch next week's shows that I normally keep up on because then I'll have like, you'll have, you, you have yeah. multiple stuff to watch when I get back. Um, the back, the, that's also how a backlog starts. Be careful. Yeah, but like the anime shows, like I'll chew through them like nothing. Right. They're yeah. like twenty minutes, and they go by fast because they're they're well made. Um, that's about it. I mean, the only other thing that I thought would be interesting is we're starting to get the Formula One news again. There's been a lot of movement. Um, AMD signed a sponsorship deal with uh, Mercedes, so. AMD is supplying Mercedes with all of their... Is AMD ray tracing in Mercedes? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. They're supplying... I'm assuming it's a hardware deal. So, like, you know, you slap AMD on the the car and AMD's like, here's all these fucking supercomputers, you know, like... Guys like CPUs? We got... You guys like cores? We got cores on cores on cores. I'll put some cores on your cores. (laughs) Exactly. So, uh, I think that's... I think that's it. That's all I got. I'm leaving. Go to Dominican Republic. I won't be here next week. Um, I know everyone's so sad. They they are actually crying right now. I'm going to be crying too because I'm going to be sweating to fucking death. Well, yeah, but you'll be crying just out of every <laughs> spot, Poor, possible spot yeah. on your body to cry. So, Man, you ever cried out of your shins? <laughs> I'm crying out of my shins right now. The sweat 
coming out of my pinkies. <laughs> <laughs> you know how like you get sweaty palms and you're nervous? What if you just get them all the time? <laughs> Lazy cat. Doing cat things. He is. He's being a lazy cat. He had a cold last week. But he's back. He's better. It's all good. Animals getting sick. Cat's just doing cat things. Sometimes he's a bastard. Sometimes he's not. Yeah, what's up? Anyway. And that's it. That's all I got. Sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, if you say so. I don't. <laughs> I don't. A real lackadaisical podcast. We've had a lot. We've had a few good, like almost five second stop gaps of just. I nothing. know. I've just been like so out of it the past couple days. I'm just like, oh, I just need to get life over with. Just, just too much going on. It's never a good way to look at it, Matt. Just too much going on. Things just need to be done. You know, just need to be done. <laughs> I just need this to already have happened. That's that's exactly it. I like I need these things to get over with, so that I can you know go back to doing absolutely nothing. Go back to a regular pace of life. <laughs> oh, it'll be a, it'll be a fun time. It'll be enjoyable. We might have Dewey here next week. Ideally, I have Dewey here next week, but we know how that boy is. It's hard to nail down. I, Women have told me that all the time. It's like, I just can't tie him down. And I'm like, you don't want to. Because yeah. he doesn't want to either. <laughs> Trust me. You try and he'll end up in Idaho. Just how it happens. Just disappears. Oh, what? You guys wanted to all do something this weekend? I'm in Arizona. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh. The Dewey problem. Anyway. I've been doing other things, Matt. I'll segue myself. Fuck you. <clears throat> Tired boy. I just said I was done, man. I don't know. I was just assuming you'd pick up. I don't, I don't just, I don't know. I don't introduce myself. Anyway, who cares? Been doing stuff. This is Nate. He's going to tell us what, uh, <laughs> what he's been doing the past week this as is... far as entertainment and video games and life goes. There's a good uh, Dimitri Martin sketch. Uh, I don't know what the name of the sketch is, but he's discussing how you like introduce things or how you call things. So like going... This is Nate. This thing here. It is Nate. Mm-hmm. He's like, you can't walk. You can't answer the phone. Like, I am Nate. But when you meet somebody, you're like, I am Nate. Mm-hmm. You pick up the phone. You're like, this is Nate. You meet somebody and you to yourself go, this is Nate. <laughs> like, there's just all the weird. He, he walks through a bunch of examples like that. Just like really weird ways. Yeah. Like that the you don't say things, of... even though it's, it means the exact same thing. Just. How you say it on a like on a phone versus in person, the exact same thing. You'd have people staring at you constantly if you said certain things certain ways. It's true. Maybe we should switch it one week and see what happens. Just confuse everybody. I just pick up the phone at work and be like, "I am Nate. <laughs> what do you need?" <laughs> that just uh, makes me think of I am Groot. I am Groot. Groot. I am Groot. I am Groot. Max. I swear. To whatever cat deity do you believe in, you can either come sit in this chair and hang out, or you can wait till we're done. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> hear me out. I don't know if you yeah. can hear it on the podcast. No. And it's <laughs> thir- three strikes, man. I'm going to put that door back on this 
frame. <sighs> Bastard. He so, knows. He's just so mouthy lately. <laughs> what? Anyway. <laughs> As I start talking again, he'll do it again. Just to bug me. So, I've been playing some football manager. The big gameplay update came out, and now is the time of the year when, as is tradition, Kenny and I start to start debating whether or not we make a new save mm-hmm. so I can get my old job back. Yeah, still, <laughs> still, uh, still uh, roughing it out. Yeah, still, still roughing it out. Still surviving for what we're doing. We're trying to. We're going to finish this season out, no matter what. See if he can win the league. Mm-hmm. And see kind of how the summer goes, and then decide if we want to do the the move forward because we're still waiting on a on the roster changes to be live, which they're not yet. Okay. Just the gameplay update change, not the rosters. Also, Luigi's Mansion. I'm at, I believe, the last boss, so that'll be finished this weekend. And I can move on. Yeah. What uh, you gonna? Whatever happened to Death Stranding? Anything? It's still installed. That's that's the. Luigi's Mansion will go away. Mm-hmm. The Switch will be taken over by Fire Emblem until Animal Crossing, probably. Okay. And then the PlayStation's game right now, once I go back downstairs and uninstall the show, is Death Stranding. Um, and then when the new show comes out, it'll be a balancing act. We'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see if we'll see if Death Stranding gets finished. We'll see. Yeah, I'm not. I don't know. It depends. I depend. I have, I, I have to look at how long maybe it would take me to just like sit down and just I'm gonna do this and just be yeah. done with it. But we'll see. Did I finish the Call of Duty campaign before last week? I was in the middle of it. Maybe I don't. Yeah, I don't think so. The Call of Duty campaign has been finished. Okay, was it good? Yeah, I was okay with it. <clears throat> it was a nice like. Homage to original Modern Warfare okay. campaign, so I was like, oh, "Okay, these are fun little beats and cool things." And like I said before, the the stealth missions, doing some of that stuff where you're actually slowly like breaching, clearing houses, and mm-hmm. I'm all for those. Those are fun times. Uh, and then playing a little bit of World of Warcraft and a little bit more Call of Duty. I started The Outer Worlds. Mm, boy, one doll hair for three months. One doll hair. Oh, well, that was a good. Yeah. Was that uh, Xbox PC Game Pass? Oh yeah, Game Pass. Oh yeah, that's what's on. Couldn't yeah. remember what it was on. Oh yeah, Some no, I didn't. I didn't spend sixty dollars. I spent one dollar. Oh yeah, yeah, that's definitely the the good move. Yeah. So that'll be uh that'll be the game on the PC when I don't want to leave the PC, but I don't really want to do because I don't like playing Call of Duty without Todd. yeah <clears throat> without no. Todd. Mm-hmm. Won't play WoW without Todd. Won't play Football Manager without Kenny. So if I'm just kind of waiting around for them, I'll just hop into Outer Worlds, do some stuff, pop back out. Uh, and initially what I was doing is I was bringing Luigi's Mansion over here on the Switch and playing it in handheld. Yeah. But now that I'm down to one boss, that's going on the TV for the one boss fight. Yeah. The nice thing about Outer Worlds is it's short enough, too, so it's not yeah. like you'll be. It's not like it's going to take up a lot of my time, and I'll be done and ready for when I move on to one of the games that I'll talk about in a little bit. Okay. Still reading the baseball book. I think it's Baseball by the Numbers is the name of the book. I don't think I've ever said it, but I'm pretty sure that's the name of the title. And, uh, yeah, I started watching Jack Ryan, season two. I watched the first episode. Okay. So I literally started watching it. Was it a good first episode? Did it hook you? It, it didn't hook me, but I was like, okay, I see where 
they clearly established the end goal for the the season. Oh, that's good. And I'm like, all right, I at least know where we're headed. Is that a binge show? Like, is that a show that you're meant to binge, or is it like you a- could? I think you could definitely. I think so far the first season is much more bingeable. Do they do they release it all at once, or do they? I believe so. Yeah. Okay. The second season. First episode doesn't have me wanting to binge it. Mm-hmm. Has me doing like the come home from work, watch an episode, go play volleyball type of thing. Um, the first season, though, after it might maybe this will be the same thing where I get a couple episodes in, and I'm like, I just need to know how this ends. Yeah, and then it's Saturday, and four four hours later, I'm done, and I'm like, oh, okay. As has happened with shows in the past. Yeah, I mean, usually Man in the High Castle, Westworld, a couple other ones where I've just been like, all right, well, not watching our play, play. Yep, continue. No, I'm still watching. Continue. <laughs> if I'm given the option, I usually resort to watching as much as possible at any given time. I only do it if it's actually grabbed me. If it hasn't grabbed me, I won't usually do it. Like if I'm maybe not in not necessarily like not enjoying myself, but if it's just kind of like, all right, that episode ended, it ended. It didn't leave me on like the cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. If it leaves me on a good cliffhanger, 100% I'm going to watch the next one. Yeah. But if it, it's just kind of like, okay, that ended. I'm like, all right, I can go do other things and not like worry about forgetting what was happening. Yeah. That's all he wanted. He's just purring now and just hanging out. He's hungry, probably. I didn't give him dinner before we... Anyway, enough talk, enough talk about Max. It's the Cat Podcast. Cat Podcast. Welcome to Gamer's Cat. <laughs> Where we talk about all the gamers' cats we know. Max is, is episode one. Yeah. <laughs> he presses control on my keyboard a lot. Like a bastard. He also presses the arrow keys. Also messes me up. Because he likes to lay down across that section of the keyboard. He's a good cat. And so I'll be running around and like, wow, or something. And then all of a sudden, my character just pulls a hard one, 180, 90-degree turn. And sprint straight at another mob, or is running in much larger circles than I intended him to be running in, and I have to realize that oh yeah, he's laying out my keys. He's clearly trying to take over. Yeah, he's like, listen, if you just ran over here to begin with, you could have cast that spell and been fine. And I'm like, that's not how this works. Uh, it happened in Wolfenstein when we were playing. Yeah, he just laid down, and then control got hit plus some air, and I just was crouching, like walking around, and I was like, <laughs> what the hell, oh, Max? let's talk about some games that came out, Matt, so that I can add to this weird maraud of library con- concurrent playthroughs that I have going on. Yeah, I don't know how you do it. I'm a psychopath. Yeah, clearly. No, sociopath. Sociopath, probably. I know what I'm doing. Right? That's the difference? I don't know. I <laughs> Isn't it sociopaths like know they're, and like psychopaths don't know, they're just deranged? That sounds good. Welcome to Psychology 101. Actually, no. Psychology 050. <laughs> We're not even a level 100 course. Anyway, new releases. They can find them somewhere. Where is it, Sleepy Boy? Uh, Gamers 2. Nate's, uh, Nate's shit list. <laughs> <laughs> no, these are the new releases. <laughs> new bad. releases. My bad. New release list. The shit list is coincided usually. As curated by Nate. New release number one. Monster Energy Supercross, the official video game three. The official video game three. three. 
for PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Remember when the first one came out? <clears throat> I kind of do. Uh, a couple years ago. It was mm-hmm. when Kenny and I went to PAX, and I came back yeah. with that one for PAX Travaganza. Yeah. There's now a third one. They're popping around. They're doing it yearly, then. Apparently. Must be. Square Enix out here being able to actually release a game every year? I don't believe you. Like, what's the point, though? You know what I mean? What's the point of FIFA coming out every year? That's a good point. Or Madden. Or NHL. They or don't. NBA, they don't need to. Stop. F- or, or Football Manager. Or <laughs> MLB The Show. I mean, I can go through all of them. Number three. I'm skipping one. Because I'll talk about it after. Monster Violator. That's not what that says, is it? Viator. Monster Viator. I don't know. Which which one's the real one? Is it Violator? No, or? it's definitely Viator. Monster Viator. Whatever that means. For Xbox. Code Realize Guardian of Rebirth for the Switch. I don't get the whole code thing. Like I don't know. Code. I think it's a. I think it's a. It's a, uh, a series. Yeah, it is. Like uh, they have a ton of animes and stuff. But yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? They're all and different. It's like out, Final Fantasy. I've called They're out like, codes on here before because every time I see them in the new release list, it's code whatever base version, then deluxe, then super mega deluxe. There's like six versions you can buy, and all of them come with more and more things. It's like I don't understand what's happening. Also, knights and bikes makes its way to Switch. I get behind that one. Is it bicycles? That's the one that I don't remember, or I don't know if you remember the the your kids, and I believe it's a double fine game. Schaefer announced it a couple years ago, I think during E three. Okay, uh, it, I believe it's been out before, and this is now just making its way to Switch. All right, uh, and also the one I skipped over: Zombie Army Four Dead War for the PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. Looking good. Matt and I are Sniper Elite fans, and that is a Sniper Elite game. Therefore, we will buy it, probably not play it because we haven't played any of the zombie games. But, but we'll, come, th- we'll come up with a grand scheme to play it. To play it. We'll make the entire, pro- <laughs> the entire progress of the way to hitting play at launch. We will probably both play it initially for about five minutes to make sure our settings are correct and then never launch it again. Yeah. I want so badly to change that storyline. I mean, if it's going, the the fate is in our fate fortune. Uh, Destiny it favors the bold. Uh, what's what's what I'm looking for here? Destiny is a different game. Yep. Um, Dr- Uncharted, Drake's Fortune. That no. one. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I'm trying to say is that luck is on our side because not really luck, but there's not a lot of games out. Lucky's right Tale. There's not a lot of games out right now, so like the options are other than your like weird other than back me doing catalog backlog thing. Yeah. It, I don't even know if I call it a backlog. You just weird. Death Stranding isn't. Outer Worlds kind of is. Mm-hmm. Fire Emblem definitely is in the backlog. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I don't have anything to play other than Odyssey is technically in the backlog, but that's Star Wars, that's uninstalled. But... That's not getting finished. <laughs> yeah. We just cut that one off. That's oh, a, I that's did. A... I, it's uninstalled. It's. Yeah. Eh. I mean, if you finish it at this point, I'd be worried. You know what I mean? Like. It's unhealthy. Right. You know, I just, I keep going back to the dealer. I'm like, oh, little Assassin's Creed, yeah. stab, stab. You might as well uh, wait now. There's going to be another one out in a couple months. Yeah, except if it's in the same, if it's in the same thing, I will not want to play it. If it's, it's going to be Vikings. Like, doesn't matter. If it's in the same style of like just this gigantic. It's going to be worse. Craziness. I'm worried it probably is. It is going to be worse. We because, all know it. Because you know what's going to happen? Vikings, known for their boats and raping and pillaging things. Mm-hmm. If I get to do. Systematically. If I, so that if means I can, it's going to be a. Uh, Freaking 
I got another settlement for you to raid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, <laughs> I got Viking Preston Garvey coming around to me. <laughs> Norse, Norse Preston Garvey. And if I could remove one thing out of raping, pillaging, and sailing. It's sailing. It's sailing. Because <laughs> I absolutely fucking hate it. In what if um, Assassin's Creed. If it was Sea of Thieves, wouldn't hate it at all. That's what the game is. But if you're trying to make Sailing Simulator, Ubisoft, then fucking make it. Because that's what your pirate game was supposed to be. And where's that been? We'll talk about it. Oh, all right. Never mind. I don't think we're, <laughs> think we're doing that. Did not read that far ahead. Only read for the big headlines when I did the intro. Um, My bad. What if they are like, oh, we realize people don't like to sail, so now it's a fast travel option. So if you want, if you don't want to sail, you can fast travel where you need to go. Okay, that's fine. Via sailing. Like... You know, I, I don't get care. on your boat, fast travel. There. If 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 I have to get to the boat and then I just press fast travel and I can just not have to worry about combat or anything and they just want to use it as like a large loading screen, that's fine. Because I'm completely okay with that. You want to know what I'm not okay with? Having to sail the fucking ship. Uh. I am an assassin. At what point did I look like a admiral? That is... When they inevitably announced... Even then, even if I had to just... Even if it wasn't my ship, in like it kind of isn't in Odyssey, where you get your crew together, mm-hmm. why are they useless? Sail the damn ship, and I will just fight on it. Like, if you tell me we get in a fight, you guys take care of the ship part of it, whichever side gets boarded whichever way, if they board me or I board them, then I get to go down and fight. But I shouldn't have to sail this thing. I'm paying you! When they inevitably announce it, and we hear about this new Vikings game, we should we should have a discussion about where Assassin's Creed used to be in Assassin's Creed 1, 2, 3, and where it is now, and how we got there. Oh. Yeah, I mean, it would, be, it would be an interesting discussion to have, because we could have the Assassin's Creed 1 discussion where I'm also not happy in Assassin's Creed 1, mm-hmm. because the running between the three cities... Of Damascus, Jerusalem, and third city, I'm forgetting. Uh, the running through there, you would run out of the city. It would loading screen you, drop you in this in-between world that you had to ride a horse through to go to the other one. That entire middle world was pointless. I never understood why you had to do that. Just was that one or was one. that two? That was one. They might have done something similar in two, but it was definitely one. And I was just like... Oh, God, why? Yeah, one was but rough, but... sailing is worse. Yeah. That was like a precursor to sailing. Years beforehand, they're like, what if we just made people hate? You, you have the division, not a loading screen in the game. Why is this... And now that there's, a lo- there's no loading screen in Assassin's Creed, so that's a terrible, true comparison. There's not a loading screen in Assassin's Creed. Mm-hmm. But the... It was unnecessary, especially because you had the... At no the point, game mechanic of the animus. So, like, there was an excuse to not have right. the in-between at, area where at, you could just be like, oh, we got to change the memory. You know what I mean? Like, At no point in Division do I need to fly the helicopter, I guess is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. At no point, like, I can get in the helicopter and the helicopter drops me off and then I keep doing Ludi McShooty things. But at no point do I have to go, oh, what? You're the helicopter pilot and doesn't know how to fly this? Move over to the other seat. <laughs> Just crash it into a I mean, skyscraper. You better be careful because it's Ubisoft. They could make you fly the helicopter. That's called Tom Clancy. 
Ghost Recon, not Tom Clancy's division. <laughs> sure. All right, let's get started. Yeah, you want to talk about Breakpoint, how terrible that went? Remember how we were all kind of like, oh, yeah, Breakpoint would be pretty cool, and then no one played it. Yeah. Well, it was like, oh, it's bad, and we're like, well, fuck that. Yeah. We're like, we remember what happened with Wildlands and us not playing that. Yeah. 30-some-odd hours and still never finished it. Yeah. I mean, Wildlands was enjoyable. It just was like... And Breakpoint was more of the same. Yeah. Yeah. But harder and worse at the um, same time. <laughs> they're paying for it, though. We didn't... I didn't do the customary, like go through everyone's earnings calls thing, but that oh, was this. Oh, this is, are we having an earnings call podcast? We're not, oh. but we could have, I looked at them, Ubisoft, not doing too hot. All right. As long as we're not having an earnings call podcast, because you know how I feel about earnings call podcasts. I mean, they're just, no one cares. I'll just no one leave. Cares. I'll just leave. No one cares. You can keep going through the earnings calls. We I'm going to go to from, Stewart. I'm going to go down to the fridge and get out our beer. <laughs> we have stuff from earnings calls, but it's just like, you know, the little tidbits of information that they the like. The actual important things. Yeah, that they like, you know, not the, spoke out. Like, and if you can tell, we clearly made more. Oh, do we have the Call of Duty news in here? No. So Activision, I think it was during an earnings call. <laughs> so I'll slide. There in. was. There was a. It was a comment about loot boxes. Um, you know, I did but, not see that one. So, so go like ahead. The, before, we, before we get into the news, then <clears> I guess I'll say this one. There was a. I think it might have been during an Activision earnings call. I'm not positive, but I believe there was a one of their CEOs or somebody from the top level during the the call or whatever that discussed that them having stripped out loot because loot boxes are not in Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the new one. Okay, they still have a battle pass for the battle royale style stuff. Even though there's no battle royale, it, it is that battle pass type of thing where you can unlock cosmetics that way. Mm-hmm. And then they also have bundles in the in game store, so like they can buy directly. There, there are still microtransactions within the game, like uh, more like the division then. Yeah, there are not loot boxes in it at all. Yeah. By the standard definition of loot box. There are microtransactions, not loot boxes. Mm-hmm. If you know what I'm talking about, you know what I mean. If you don't, well, then I go listen to the other podcast where I explain everything. The They made more money having direct purchases and battle pass than having loot boxes. Like, this, the removal of loot boxes made them more money. Well, yeah, that's what we've been telling them. Right. We've been saying it all along. It's but, amazing. But then they went, oh, oh look at this. This happened. And we're like, oh, you idiots. <laughs> That's great. Um, do you want to do number one? No. Oh, fuck. Do you want me to do number one? <laughs> I don't want to have to announce. I don't know how to pronounce all these fucking Pokemon. Okay, okay, Poke- okay. I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. Pokemon. Normally, I purposely take the stuff that I know and don't read it because I want you to read it and then me to be able to just input things into the middle of it i mean you can just now you can just do the but i i don't interrupt myself oh no i do i do i usually do and then you're like just keep reading and i'm like oh yeah well yeah. all right here we go number one pokemon go is planning on a busy month for february to celebrate the sino region a special event featuring pokemon from the fourth generation is taking place in pokemon go until february 10th at 10 p.m in your local time zone the event features field research tasks, with some of them giving out Sinnoh Stones, which is an evolution item needed to evolve many of the region's strongest Pokemon. In addition, Pokemon like Badu, Combi, Bronzer, Gibble, Riolu, Hippotatus, and Mantike, I think I butchered two of those, <laughs> will be hatching out of seven kilometer eggs. 
I, I just said this and I'm going to blank it. These are the two I was worried about. Hippo, I don't I don't know what they Hippo, are. So. Hippopotas and Rialu are also appearing in the game Shiny for the first time. They are appearing Shiny in the game for the first time. I don't like the... Yeah. that that The way that's written says they're appearing in the game. Shiny. Game, game name Shiny <laughs> for the first time because Shiny is actually capitalized as well. Uh, here's the rest of the events also planned for February. Do you, uh, can you see the image there? That... Yep. Okay, good. This is also, I, I was happy that you put the image in because this is what I try to usually do when I have images like this. And normally you delete them out of the dock and put something else in. <laughs> and I saw this and I was like, yeah, this is why I fucking do it. February events for 2020. Here we go. I'm going to read these. I'll give you the days that they're happening uh, and what is happening. So buckle up because there's 12 things for me to read. Voting day already happened, so we're moving on. <laughs> uh, all that was was to vote for what the next featured community day will be, and it is Rhyhorn. Nice. So you get your shiny, I assume, Rhyperior. Uh, on February 1st to the 29th, so all month, Team Go Rocket Special Research. There is new special research to get the Shadow Legendary Raikou. From February 1st to March 1st, there is a February research breakthrough. Woobat, with bonus Woobat candies, will be available as a research research breakthrough encounter. February 2nd already happened, so we're moving on. February 4th to the 24th, Tornadus is in five-star raids. February 4th already happened, so we're skipping that. February 6th already happened, so we're skipping that. February 7th to the 10th is the Sinnoh Celebration event, which I already read. Uh, February 14th to the 17th, so next weekend, Valentine's Day weekend. Pink is Valentine's Day celebration. Pink Pokemon in the wild, in raids, and in eggs, and field research. Arduino, Alamalala, and Shiny Chansey. Are going to release. Fitting uh, fitting that the next day. Right after Valentine's Day. February 15th. Is the Lickitung Raid Day. Lickitung will be in 4 star raids. And no body slam. Receive up to 5 raid passes. And shiny Lickitung's release. Now if you don't get the adult joke there. That Lickitung. If you ever see the Pokemon. Also is learning body slam. I'm sorry. I can't spell it out any better than that. <laughs> February 21st to the 24th. Special friendship weekend event. For all you people that miss Valentine's Day, the week after is friendship time. Increase friendship level faster. Times to transfer candy. Half trade stardust cost. You can open 40 gifts and carry 20. And on February 22nd, depending on your hemisphere, is the Pokemon Community Day, in which Rhyhorn will be happening, and it will have three times catch Stardust. Matt, does that explain a lot of things to you? Um, Mr. I Don't Play Pokemon Go. Sure. Speaking of another Go game, Harry Potter finally put Adventure Sync in it. I don't know what that means either. Adventure Sync is the thing that allows you to track steps while you don't have to have the app open oh okay so it's a lot it actually is how you hatch eggs in pokemon Mm -hmm. because before you had to have the app open 
in order for it to count your steps. Yeah. Which was terrible. Yeah. Now you just can, don't have to. And okay. it still counts. That's good. Just ties into Google Fit or whatever else, you know, whatever else is your preferred fitness tracking mm-hmm. service. Nice. There's a lot of uh, Pokemon that stuff is. going on. And take a, take a look at this. I want to be real. I want to be clear about something here. Uh, oh, it's not on here. Yeah, it's not on here. Is there, there's, was there one that was supposed to be on there? That I think there's another weekend that is officially Pokemon Day. Like the Pokemon Day event. And that is happening from February 25th mm-hmm. to March 1st. The weekend Dewey and I are in pa- in Boston. <laughs> For PAX, That's going to be fun. For PAX East. For PAX East, there's a giant four-day, not well, not for PAX East, for Pokemon Day, I believe, is the name of the event they're celebrating. Uh, there is a giant four-day thing happening in Pokemon Go, and we will be in Boston and not in the middle of absolutely nowhere. So there will actually be Pokemon hatching and spawning and things like that. So we can actually participate and catch a lot and play. Yep. 25th through the 2nd. Ah, 2nd. Okay, yeah. Uh, armored Mewtwo five star raids. Yep, which would be great because you'll be you'll have a ton of. I'll people have a ton around. of people to be able to do a five star raid, and I can get a better fi- armored Mewtwo than the one he traded me, which is terrible. Uh, Mewtwo strikes back, evolution, clone Pokemon. Yeah, something. I think Gengar gets a hat. There's some other thing about that. This is what uh, Dewey and I were talking about in the chat the other day, or maybe I messaged him specifically, not you. I don't know. Uh yeah, I don't recall this. Trainers will be able to do up to two special trades a day. Yep. Uh, there's a whole other other set of stuff as well. Yeah. So the 25th to the 2nd, there's also more stuff going on. And I get to be in Boston with a lot more people for it. Because there's actually gyms and Pokestops in the convention center. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be interesting. Yeah. The amount of people every, that are just going to be... Yeah. It was funny enough last year because that last year was Dewey and I again being there. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't playing anywhere. I didn't care or wasn't playing anywhere near as much yeah. as Dewey was. And that that was the weekend that sparked my interest back into it. I was like, holy shit, they've changed a lot of like quality of life. I'm all here. I'm all for this. And Dewey got – it was community day during that weekend. And Dewey got community day Ludicolo, which Ludicolo – don't worry about it. You don't need to know. But Ludicolo <laughs> is a Pokemon. <laughs> and he got that while we were there because that's what he was like. I got to get this. I got to get this. And so he got one. And then I was like, oh, man, I wish I, I, I wish I had been playing then. And now I get to go back. To a major city with somebody that is also playing Pokemon Go with me, be like, let's let's go, let's catch some Pokemon. Hell yeah, gotta catch them all. Nerds, I'm gonna be the very best. Well, also that song doesn't make sense now that I kind of think about it. Just the beginning line. I want to be the very best, like no one ever was. Ash didn't win. Like, I get that you want to be the best, but he just won. We had this in a news that he just won, like, last year sometime. Mm-hmm. Well, you got to strive for the best. You know, you got to strive for the top. And then just fail constantly? Yeah. I mean, if that's, that's you know, that that's what you got to re- do. That song should be <clears throat> re yeah, I can't. Yeah. It's not about how high you get. It's about how many times you pick yourself back up. Listen, listen. But if you're going to the tippity top of the mountain... You can't stop when you're only halfway up. That's true. If you want, that's be why the, I didn't if you, stop. If you want to be the two time, well, Ash ain't no two time. And I hate to tell you, he ain't no two time. All right, Nintendo back to back, 1993 and 1994 video game champion of the world. 
Nintendo. Can you believe <laughs> Officially announced Metroid Prime 4 back in June 2017 at yeah. E3. Yeah, they did. And all I'm pretty sure they put on screen was Metroid 4 or Prime 4. That's I think true. It was, it was on the screen. But in January of last year, Nintendo's senior managing executive officer, Shinya Takahashi, said development on the game was not meeting expectations and had been restarted from scratch at Retro Studios. Now, a Czech online video game retailer, Super Gamer, has listed the game for an October 30th, 2020 release. October 30th is a Friday this year, which is the day of the week Nintendo releases a majority of their big games in Europe and the U.S. too. Um, that'd be a pretty quick turnaround, but I wouldn't hold your breath for that release date. Uh, Retro Studios has made a few big hires the past couple months, so I suspect the game is still in the midst of development. Uh, they've hired developers from 343 Industries and DICE, among others. You guys want to use that Frostbite engine? And then break, Can you and then, imagine? And then break away from Nintendo? No, that's Bungie, not 343. <clears throat> I don't know. Do you think they could... If they if they if they genuinely yeah. did reboot it, do you think they could pull a game together in a a year, two years? If they no, because if they actually started from scratch, no. If they were pulling assets, yes. If they started from scratch, by the definition of that, no, I don't think so. I would assume they did start from scratch because a lot of the big developers that um that were mentioned, um, which I left out Ubisoft, they they grabbed someone from Ubisoft as well. We're all like art developers, like art. Can't remember what the, exactly they, but it was all like, like character modeling and art and some other stuff. Hmm. I mean, I'm intrigued. I I haven't really been ever been a big Metroid person, but they're never they're never. Uh, I want to say they're never bad games, but the they're always hmm. they have a cult following. They definitely have a cult following, and I think. It's better when a Metro game exists. Yeah. Metroid. Sorry, not Metro. Metro is the next story. <laughs> Metroid game exists. Yeah. I, I get what you're saying because they're definitely like a staple of Nintendo. Yeah. And Nintendo's consoles. And it's it it's fitting with Nintendo at this point of having all of the new, the new visuals and the new spunk on old mm-hmm. titles. That's not the word I want either, but the, the new stuff on old titles mm-hmm. that this is one of their last ones to bring into yeah. the modern they su- they successfully modernized like a lot all, of their big almost everything yeah, all their big franchises so like that's the kind of one of the big ones left that's i mean people argue with me about like mother or whatever some other stuff and like oh chrono trigger but which actually i don't think is nintendo uh but this is one of the next pinnacles that needs to be mm-hmm. debuted on, on new hardware yeah for sure i think Fight me. Uh, number three, Metro Exodus will be available on Steam starting Saturday, February 15th. According to a tweet by the series' official Twitter account, the game launched as an Epic Store exclusive last year, also on February 15th. And it was a time exclusivity that we knew at the time. Yep. Which also made me forget uh, Sniper Elite Nazi Zombie Army 4 or whatever. I think they actually dropped the Sniper Elite part of it, but... Zombie Army 4 is available on Rebellion or on Epic because Rebellion. It's not mm-hmm. on Steam. I knew I forgot something about that. <clears throat> Will be probably the first game I buy off the Epic Game Store then. Because I haven't had a need to. I redeem every free game that's on there. Yeah, I'd... And then I think the only one I've actually bought 
was Borderlands. I don't redeem them because, like, I just I I'm not going to play any of them probably. I just redeem them just to because yeah. it's just the, it's the free thing. Put it in my categories. Yeah, because of course I redeemed Farming Simulator, Matt. I forgot about that. How did you not? You oh, you are did a disservice to this podcast. Listen, if it's you did just not redeem. Farming Simulator 19. Because I booted Farming Simulator up. I installed it and played it. I know. I looked at it. It actually looked pretty good. I played the tutorial. And I was like, all right, I have no idea what I'm supposed to do. And then I uninstalled it because I had other things I needed to play. Yeah. I was like, I don't need to to get these agriculture hooks in me. And I'm like, what about my wheat? You know, I just don't need it. I got to go home and harvest. No, no, ma'am. I will not go to dinner with you. (laughs) I have to go take care of my oats. They're two years out of date, and if I don't till the field correctly. I would love to see that conversation take place. That would be it would be glorious. I wanted to see I want I want to see it unironically take place. <laughs> <laughs> like somebody that's actually angry about it. Yeah. I want to meet that person at PAX. I'm that's where you'd meet them, probably. I don't, well, I, should, I should say that. I don't want to meet them. I want to witness. You know that. what I want. I want to witness that event happen. I want to see some competitive. I think there was some because we were talking. I remember competitive we were talking farming. About, yes, yes, there definitely was competitive farming yeah. simulator. We talked about it. There was an in European, Europe. Yeah. yeah, I want to see that. I want to see what that looks like. Yeah, I'm 100 percent curious. I want that. I want them also to be able to play on a global map, mm-hmm. so you can drive over to somebody else's farm, <laughs> like and like just piss on their crops, or basically. Something. You could just take your plow and drive straight through the middle of their field. That'd be kind of interesting, though, if they did do some competitive. Because then like, you, you wouldn't you wouldn't gain anything because you're not doing anything in your farm. Mm-hmm. You're just destroying other people. Yeah. Like if there was some like weird market thing where you had to try to make the most money or something. Yeah, the whole thing is you have to make money, but the only way to, the best way to make money obviously is to do your own yeah. thing or whatever. But you just are like, I need to ruin his field, so you just drive over with a plow and just through half of it, just there. Screw you. <laughs> then you try to, you know, get away in a tractor, which isn't a thing. And you're just like, we just like made farming simulator way more complex. Farming simulator 2020 <clears throat> esports edition. <laughs> I'm like still pulling like shit out of my eyes from like plat. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. 
Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Plaster and stuff. You shouldn't be pulling plaster out here. <laughs> Just saying. Listen, my house is like a death trap. You know, you don't... At any given point, something might fall on you that's like... You know, 200-year-old plaster dust. Or... You know it's been that way since we moved things into the house, right? I know. It's just worse now. <laughs> it's just worse. There was nothing better than going up the stairs with that mattress and me just being like, luckily it's the mattress and not something else heavy because we could... We had a breaker away. break. A fucking breaker. Break. We had to replace a breaker. And then there's a hole in our ceiling on our second floor. Okay. Because for reasons, for electrical reasons. <laughs> just, and just... like it was creating some weird effect where it was like literally... Like, it was, like, a two-foot by, like, three-foot hole. And it was, like, literally, like, sucking all the heat out of the house. Because of, like, the weird pressurization and circulation going on in the house. It was just, like, for whatever reason, it was just, like... Yeah, you you took a steam vent bag and just popped a hole in the side of it. Yeah, basically. So, that's my life. Anyways, Nintendo. More Nintendo. Yeah, do the good old office business one where they just masking tape. I did. A plastic... I took one, I had this thin sheet of uh, like wood that we were using as like, we were using it for like strips to like level out drywall. Yeah. And I just fucking stuck it to the hole and like drilled it, <laughs> like screwed it in. And I was like, that's, that's going to solve that problem for now until we're ready to complete this. Until you have to, until you forget that's there and drill another hole two feet by three feet over there. And then you're just the guy with the fingers in the dam. And you're just like, it's pretty bad. Um, yeah, Nintendo. Nintendo did things. We talked about Nintendo. Nintendo has informed consumers in its home market of Japan that production and shipments of the Switch console and accessories will experience delays due to the effect of the new coronavirus. Uh, the Animal Crossing-themed variant of the Switch, which was only announced last week, has had its pre-order availability pushed back from Saturday to an unspecified date. Uh, the company apologizes for the trouble and says it'll keep on monitoring the situation. It's not clear whether the delays will affect shipments elsewhere. Nintendo specifically references hardware produced in China and sold in Japan. But last year, the company started diversifying its supply chain and building some units in Southeast Asia, specifically for the U.S. market to avoid U.S. tariffs. Uh, most Switch consoles are said to be built by Foxconn, which is keeping its Chinese factory shuttered for at least another week. Interesting stuff. Coronavirus is ruining my games. Basically. As you'll see. Oh, yeah. Number five. <laughs> Speaking of delays due to the coronavirus, let's just keep rolling with it before I inject <clears throat> my other sentence. The Switch release of The Outer Worlds has been delayed indefinitely. The Chinese developer in charge of the port... Virtuous Games, Virtuous Games? Yeah, that's how it's spelled. Vertos, maybe? Vertaus? I don't know. Is closed for the time being. 
We may see a delay of the launches for the next-gen consoles as well, with the shutdowns in China, a few analysts, and major financial financial institutions are starting to expect a ripple effect that will ultimately delay production of the PS5 and Series X. And due to the coronavirus, Epic Games' current free games are Karskakone. I'd never say that game right. And Ticket to Ride, and one of them was in place of the game Pandemic. Because they felt it wouldn't be a good idea to put Pandemic out for free during the coronavirus outbreak. <laughs> Probably a wise choice. It's for the greater good. The um, the other thing with The Outer Worlds is, as well, I think it was last week we talked about it, they were only going to do the digital download card. Okay, yeah. But now, since there's the delay, they said, oh, we're just going to do a regular cartridge now. So, I don't, do, I don't get do both. Yeah, I don't get the reason. Like, I guess they're like, well, it's, we've got to delay it, so fuck it. We're just going to delay it and throw it on cartridge. Well, I mean, if we can delay it and put more physical products in the hands of people not affected by the coronavirus, well, then we are just going to do that. That makes a lot of sense. Just do the digital so I don't have to touch your shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> We shut down due to this, you know illness disease but out of this shutdown we're gonna give you a product physically built here what yeah i don't know um i mean that sounds too too simple for me to just say it that way and it be the case but it also feels like like that yeah that makes sense i I don't don't know nothing nothing makes sense in this world anymore nothing is true nothing is permitted so we're well we talked about it last week the old uh, Warcraft 3 reforged, right? Did we talk about that last week? Uh, I think we did. I called it as being out, I think, but I don't think there was any news on it yet about how unbelievably disappointed people I are. I guess where we talked about it. I mean, I could just go pull it. Oh, back. we we changed. No, we it was the... Uh, we didn't talk about it other than the um, EULA. The, uh, they own the mod thing. Oh, yeah. The EULA and the so, private custom game changes. Um, I feel like it, I didn't add it in here. I don't know why, but uh, Reforged has not been going well. No, it hasn't. Uh, they are offering at this point. They're offering automatic refunds. Interesting. Um, all hope is not lost, though. They're getting some new blood transfusion into Blizzard. I I I want to say sure, Matt, but who? I don't know. Boy. You know, I'm trying to be hopeful here. Oh boy, did you see the you know the clown meme that's going around? Yeah, the guy face slowly face painting himself. Frame by frame, yeah. as things get progressively worse. Mm-hmm. There's a Blizzard one out there. Pretty good. Okay. Diablo Mobile's on there. Diablo 4 is on there. Overwatch 2 is on there. Shadow, it starts with WoW Shadowlands, and WoW isn't mentioned again the rest of the time. So I'm like, okay. All right. I'm only partially to, partway to a clown. Oh, the rest of it's not good, though. Hearthstone, mm-hmm. uh, 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 StarCraft, uh, what's the... Here's the Storm. Oh, yeah. It looked good. <laughs> Tell you that. Curious to get your take on this one. Uh, Rod Ferguson. If you're listening to the show, you probably are too, because that's all I do. Opinions. Rod Ferguson? Announced isn't that, today. Uh, isn't that? No, oh, no, it's Turd Ferguson. Rod Ferguson announced today <laughs> that he's leaving his role as the head of the coalition, Microsoft's Gears of War focused studio, to join Blizzard and oversee the Diablo franchise. Uh, Ferguson will join Blizzard sometime in March, according to his announcement tweet. Uh, Ferguson has been the face of the Gears of War development team for years and has worked on the series since the very first game, which was released all the way back in 2006. Um, thoughts? 
on that. Okay. Do you care? Not really. Uh, if it was before announcements, it'd be a different discussion. Mm-hmm. But seeing how we already know the next two steps in the Diablo franchise being Immortal, the mobile game, and 4, the only thing he's going to have any effect on is 4. I don't think he has any say on the Immortal mobile game at this point. Mm-hmm. And he might have some stuff going into 4, but I'm more curious how it'll translate from Gears to Diablo, which are two very different franchises and how they operate. That's that's the thing I was curious about. Is they like, are yeah, very... you, could just, you could just develop a game and, and know like what the beats you need to hit in terms of like timelines and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But style and, and gameplay and stuff like that are two different games. And if he hopefully doesn't try to chibi or all the other weird Gears games that came out this the last cycle when they're like, yeah, Gears is coming out, but here's Gears Funko and Gears Chibi and Gears uh, Tactics. Tactics is the only one that I could be like, okay, I can understand you doing a Diablo Tactics type thing. Mm-hmm. There's enough classes in all the Diablos to do something like that. But I'm not expecting him to really pull anything Gears of War into Diablo. I think this is probably a, a year before we actually see something that we could say he did or like that he implemented mm-hmm. it'll it'll still be a thing about see what see what happens with four see how four comes out because they've had the playable demos during blizzcon so they're already you know they're already so far into it and he's not gonna have anything for immortal because that's already cast away to yeah. japan and china mm-hmm. yeah so is that Turd Ferguson, by the way, I believe was the uh, joke during the Suck It Trebek skit, I think. Mm-hmm. Isn't that where Turd Ferguson's from? Isn't I that Burt so. Reynolds' character? It's like, hey, <laughs> Turd Ferguson <laughs> or something, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Uh, uh, that It just always, it's, it's just a, it's a reference and a half. Number seven. Wednesday, I saw the, right? Seven? Yeah. Seven. Okay. Wednesday saw the announcement of Flashpoint. Not the old Dragon Rising or Operation games. Matt might remember those. A new professional Counter-Strike Global Offensive League that differs from almost every other esports venture in one key way. It's owned and run by the teams. Big name organizations like Cloud9, Gen.G, Dignitas, Overactive Media, and more have all paid $2 million franchise fees in a big bet to build a more sustainable esports league. The league, which kicked off open qualifiers on Thursday, says that it will be says that it will quote provide the highest revenue share potential to teams of any major esport league, end quote. In addition to benefiting team owners, the lo- league also oh god, I can't read today. The league also says it will see players be much more involved compared to other competitions. Events will take place offline in a studio with two seasons per year and a two million dollar prize pool. The league has signed notable broadcast talent, including CS:GO veteran Duncan Thorin Shields and Christopher Monte Cristo Michaels. Uh, one of the most public faces of the Overwatch League over its first two seasons. Both of them also have uh, League of Legends fame. Monty was the uh, one of the original OG casters of the Korean scene. Uh, Him and Doa, who also then, they both left League during disputes to go to Overwatch League and now have both left Overwatch League. Uh, Thorin was, I believe, a news guy, like a his own type of reporter and stuff for 
league mm-hmm. and then other esports as well. Whereas most current esports leagues have taken to adopting the style and structure of traditional sports leagues, Flashpoint says it's going in a different direction, taking inspiration from the likes of MMA and WWE. So I can't wait for whenever the promos start and one player has to get in the ring and talk shit about the other player and it becomes esports soap operas. Yeah, that last part, I was like reading through and I was like, oh, interesting, interesting. And then the last thing was like WWE MMA. I was like, what? I was like, I get it from like <laughs> I from the business side of it. Yeah. Don't do the entertainment side. I don't want to hear. I don't want to have theme songs and like yeah. players walking down to the. I think room. that's where you're gonna get though, because it's like <laughs> that, their whole statement, like, oh, players are gonna be more involved than other leagues, and then like, oh, WWE, uh, it would MMA. Be, it would be really funny if you had players. Be, it kind of happened a little bit in Overwatch League, and it happens uh in in lc or yeah in leo legends and stuff sometimes during like their big tournament like the finals maybe or worlds it happens where the two teams come out and then they're introduced player by player so the crowd can get their moments to cheer or whatever but i do love the idea that there are just 10 computers or whatever down on a stage and then it's just theme music and it's just one of them just walking down the stage just doing the whole you know but esports players are not that uh, flamboyant's not the right word. Um, introverted? No, they're extremely. They're extremely introverted. They're not. Yeah, they're not as extroverted. Yeah, as they that. don't have those outgoing like personalities to just be like walking. Some of them do. Some of them definitely do. Some of them have embodied it. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of esports heels, but they're a lot of them would just be doing like the kind of slowly walk down stage and just be like, oh, "Hi, hi, hi, guys." No, I just hello. Just want to play the game. <laughs> just, just want to play the game. Uh. I would just be just doing like half Conor yeah. McGregor plus Ed Vince McMahon. McMahon. Yeah, Vince McMahon, Conor McGregor, and then, oh, what was the walk I was talking about? Mm, I can't remember who the third person was I put in that strut. Um, The Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Woo! No, not him. Uh, no, it wasn't, it wasn't another WWE guy. Ah, I'll forget. You'll remember randomly. Yeah, probably. Dan Hauser. About three hours from now. (laughs) Dan Hauser. Dan Hauser. Rockstar. Dan Hauser, co-founder of developer Rockstar Games, will leave the company in March. The news comes from an SEC document registered by publisher Take-Two Interactive. Uh, This move comes after an extended break taken by Hauser that started in the spring of 2019. Rockstar Games was founded in 1998, and Dan Hauser contributed predom- prominently to the company's successful franchises, including GTA, Max Payne, Red Dead Redemption, and more. We need another Max Payne game. We need more Red Dead Redemption <clears throat> DLC, please. That'd Give be me nice some story. Give me some sweet story. Uh, Dan Hauser co-founder or co-founded Rockstar Games with his brother Sam Hauser, who is currently the president of the company. In a statement, Rockstar Games said that. Quote, Sam Hauser's role with Rockstar Games, which he founded in 1998, remains unchanged, end quote, but did not elaborate further on Dan Hauser's upcoming departure. That's kind of a weird move. They're like, Sam Hauser's position is not changing. No mention of the person who is said to be leaving. Who knows? Who knows? Sweep among the rug. I'm not going to speculate into the leaving. 
power play uh too much i will speculate as to what it means for rockstar games going forward because we know that they have they they were part of like the core team that would spend a ton of time you know late night writing things and doing all the a lot of the storyboarding for things mm-hmm. and yada yada so oh yeah he was the head of the like their writing department wasn't he like the I think r- it was, writing team? i think both of them were very heavily involved in the writing team where they would stay and mm-hmm there, that was the talk of like the crunch during Red Dead Redemption Two, and he's like, "No, it was mostly just all of us staying late to make sure we had all the story where we wanted it." Um, speaking of earnings calls earlier, uh, Take Two, I think it was Take Two, had an earnings call, and there was mention of um, the situation, and they said that they they promised, I can't remember the exact wording, but they basically said that they. Where where they were pretty sure that they weren't going to have any more high profile departures based on this. No, okay. So, which that's not uncommon, I guess, when a situation well, yeah, because like this. You're not also going to come out and say it either, though. Yeah, that's true. I think, especially in an earnings call. I think it's interesting. I'm wondering. I'm assuming an investor or someone or an analyst had that question and they responded, but like, I would not be surprised if you did see some departures. After this, but I, we I wouldn't would be hear about them. I wouldn't sure. be surprised if you saw some departures, but I don't think anything like super top level to no. Well, those, those are usually aren't just people all like the the top level doesn't all usually decide to jump ship. No, no. right all at the same time. Just somebody, some other people who are potentially depending on what he goes yeah. on to. Yes, potentially yeah. I would say the same thing. Number nine, the Xbox Adaptive Controller already expands the usability of Xbox for gamers with disabilities, but a third-party add-on takes that controller to the next level. It allows gamers to turn their power wheelchairs into game controllers. Called Freedom Wing Adapter, the box connects the Xbox Adaptive Controller to a wheelchair through its 9-pin port. This means a joystick that controls a wheelchair every day can be turned into a controller, which is particularly useful for people who are already used to their joysticks and buttons. Charity organization Able Gamers created the device alongside AT Makers, AT Makers, a group of tech makers and enthusiasts who focus on assistive technology. Oh, that makes sense. Assistive technology makers. Okay. The Freedom Wing adapter is being given out through Able Gamers, and people can apply for a grant for one on Able Gamers' website. AT Makers found a company to print, or sorry, to make the print. AT Makers found a company to make the printed circuit boards, which it says will sell around sell for around seven dollars, meaning gamers can build it on their own for about thirty-five dollars with all the required materials once the instructions to build the device are eventually published. I stopped being able to read halfway through that. That's fine. That last sentence was um, what, you know, an English teacher would call a run-on sentence. Yeah, it was also called Nate can't read, so he should go back to literacy. <laughs> Settle down. Interesting, interesting uh, you know, here's a Raspberry Pi tool. Yeah, yeah. To That's cool. Use your... Wheelchair. I love this shit. I love the shit that people are coming up with. I I love. I mean, this controller has always been something that when it first came out, we've promoted on this show, and you've mm-hmm. actually got to promote to other people that have come looking for a controller like that. Mm-hmm. And we always stand behind stuff like this, and this is a very cool idea. Especially when it's cheap. That's it, crazy. It well, I mean, the controller plus then this. Yeah. But this is something that I didn't really I didn't think about. Yeah. But it makes a hell of a lot of sense. I had the same reaction. I was like, 
I, at first I was like, what? And then I was like, oh, that's, that's a wicked good idea. Now if you just put VR on those people. Oh, Jesus. And then the controller and game are their chair. And that then also you put be... them inside a mech and they can start <laughs> killing people. No. There's actually a Gundam that's like basically that. It's kind of weird. Well, isn't that Avatar? Yeah, yeah. Essentially, yeah. You took the guy with no legs and put him inside a blue alien body and then he went around murdering everybody. Yeah, yeah. There it is. It's it's disabled Pocahontas in space. <laughs> 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 or it's disabled John Smith in Pocahontas in space. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, because he's John Smith in the story. He's not Pocahontas. That's true. Pocahontas is... Mm-hmm. Uh, but the way you said it, he, John Smith in Pocahontas in that space. That also happens. <laughs> that also happens when they touch tails. Yes. Underneath the tree. <laughs> wow, okay. That movie's so fucked up. Uh, that That movie is fucked up, but also, once again... Oh, I'm going to forget her name. Oh, no. I'm going to forget <clears throat> her name. Zoe. Saldana. Zoe Saldana. Yeah. Murders it at the top of box offices. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Slaughters with Avatar is in Avengers. The Losers. Not a big box office killer, but let's be honest. Good mm-hmm. movie. So. Star Trek. Columbiana. Yeah. Star Trek. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Well, just the Marvel Universe, I guess. All of those. Mm-hmm. Hell, she forward- was in Endgame twice. It's true. <laughs> I'm looking forward to Guardians of the Galaxy. Next Guardians of the Galaxy with Fat Thor. I hope Fat Thor is in it again. Oh, I hope so too. I hope it's Guardians of the. Never mind. I was gonna say I was gonna. It's a reference to a Funhouse joke when they were trying to like pornify all the titles. Mm-hmm. And it was Guardians of the Gal sexy, and it's just like I just want Thor to just be in his still fat <laughs> self and just be like, yeah. Uh. During an earnings call this week, Ubisoft CEO Yves Guillemot was asked by an investor about whether or not Beyond Good and Evil 2 was part of Ubisoft's plans for the next fiscal year. Oh, this is the thing I sent you. That's right. Uh, Guillemot replied, quote, it's not going to be in the five games we will announce, end quote. So once again, Beyond Good and Evil 2 will be absent from this fiscal year. The game's announcement trailer was shown at E3 in 2017, in case you were curious. You guys curious about uh amount of games that came out in 2017 that were shown in E3 2017? It ain't good. Beyond isn't the only game we won't see this year. According to Jason Schreier from Kotaku, Skull and Bones has been rebooted multiple times, <laughs> and the original creative director <laughs> left at the end of 2018. <laughs> So there you go. There was your little update on Skull and Bones. You want to know who's excited for Skull and Bones, Matt? Who's excited for Skull and Nobody. Bones? Nobody. <laughs> you want to know who's excited for Skull and Bones when they, when they saw it? I was. Not me. Uh, yeah, you weren't. Which of course is, I wasn't. I was going to do my normal, like, Nate's thrilled to know that, but I was like, you know. Yeah, Nate was thrilled to know that they stopped production initially because they wanted to make a TV show and then tie it into that. And I was like, that's terrible. We all remember how Defiance went. Well, you know, they probably one of the, at least one of the times they rebooted it, it was probably to bring it more in line with the TV show. Yeah, and if I don't know if you remember the game Defiance. Oh yeah, I do. But that worked out great for that game it's, and the TV it's show swimmingly. <laughs> so why not do it again? Uh, All right, so now we got the I don't know. Is there anything it from the sucks Super Bowl? Because I love Ubisoft games. Yeah, for the most part, I really do enjoy a lot of their games. Ubisoft. But Skull and or not Skull and Bones. Uh, Skull and Bones is just a joke in itself, and I've mm-hmm. already ran that into the ground over this year since yeah. it's been announced that I don't care. Uh, 
and that's not even the one I want to focus on. I want to focus on Beyond Good and Evil 2. And anybody that thought that game was near production when they first announced it, I think was absolutely insane. Because as you're coming out on stage, and not that the crying is like a bad thing or anything, but when you're coming out on stage and doing this giant crying display and being like, we're so happy to be working on this, that for, speaks to me that you're not saying, like, I'm so happy to show you guys this because it's coming out this fall. Like, we've been slaving away at this for 10 years. Like, no, we got the green light. You basically walked out, made it the trailer, and said, we got the green light to start working on this. And it is going to be a six-year project before it even sees the light of day. Um, <clears throat> Ubisoft is so frustrating because they are always, like, so close to having a good thing and like they fuck it up somehow <clears throat> like all of their games are so good yet so frustrating um i'm curious because you have all this going on you have the restructuring they did to their editorial team um you know the failure of breakpoint i think we're, well, we're gonna see some on its way yeah we're Legion gonna see some has not been delayed yet we're going to see some interesting... No, it got delayed. <laughs> Shut, up, man. Shut up. Uh, talk about that. We, uh, we're going to get an, an interesting... Assassin's Creed is going back to its right, roots so what are, what are our new no games? boats. I think we have two games coming out that we don't know about. Because we have uh, Legion. Legion. Called? Legion. Watch Rainbow Talks Six. Legion. Quarantine. Oh, yeah. Is that a new game? Uh, and Gods and Monsters. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that game. And then I think that leaves two. So Assassin's Creed and Splinter Cell, and yeah, because and Splinter Cell, I <laughs> will go. every single year making my E3 prediction that we see a Splinter Cell. Just game. like I will make it every year that we see a Resistance. <sighs> Boy, <laughs> <laughs> who's gonna win? <laughs> I think me. <laughs> I don't know. What, what I think last? Sony's gonna be dipping into that IP bag for <laughs> PS5. No, they're not. They already did. They're everything you know is coming out for PlayStation 4 this year is PlayStation 5's exclusive list. Last of Us 2. Oh, we're just going to kind of move that over there to the PS5. Oh, oh, uh, uh, Ghost of Shishima. We're just going to move that to the PS5. <laughs> You're going to watch a, a very, just a hand just come down and be like, ooh, we see that title. What if we just move it two months that way? Perfect. <laughs> launch it on the PS5. And they'll launch PS5, PS4, both copies right next to each other in the store. But that's how they'll do it. Uh, so there was a lot of stuff that came off for the Super Bowl trailers and whatnot. Any, any of them caught your eye that you want to talk about? Do you want me Shakira to run through the list? Shakira and J Lo caught my eye. We can talk about that. Shakira. I'm not a big J Lo person. Shakira though. Oof. Oof. So there was a joke going Oof. on during the the Super Bowl. Um, for the most part, a lot of the songs they did, we all know. Yeah, there were a hits. couple of the like Latin hits that I mm -hmm. I don't know. I also don't know who the two guys really came out, but that's not the genre of music I listen to. Um, but either way, both of them, I think, Shakira, I think Shakira's 43 and I think JLo's 50 something. They killed it. Like they a hundred percent killed it. It was a, it was a good show. Say whatever you want about it. Yes. There were some weird, some weird moments overall. And you can add, you can message me on Twitter or text me or whatever. If you guys want me to explain my opinions on specific scenes, um, my, I always just want that one sweet meme moment out of a Super Bowl halftime show, though. We got Left Shark a couple years ago, mm. and we didn't really get anything. Everything else was kind of like, ah, whatever. You know, there's no real good meme. And then Shakira does the gif of that. <laughs> <I'm just> like, <laughs> this is amazing. 
It's like, oh, perfect. I'm just going to go ahead and use that gift for basically everything else now. Yeah, that was good. Um, oh, and then the other thing was there was a joke going on in the group I was watching it with. Uh, there, were, there were a few me uh, and then two of the brothers that were there and maybe one other person are like the real like football fans. Everybody else is just there because it's Super Bowl. So yeah, it's an event. Watch it. Yeah. Um, I'm probably the biggest sports person out of all of them in terms of like all sports. Mm-hmm. So they, a couple of them specialize more into other ones, but I have, I have the bigger umbrella out of everything. And we all watched the world cup together during, I think it was the 2014 world cup or the 2010 world cup that was in Af- South Africa. And Shakira had one of the um, theme songs of that World Cup. And it was the Waka Waka song. Okay. And so we were just taking bets. And I was like, I was like, chances she plays Waka Waka. And they're like, there's no way. Because it's it's the soccer. It was the World Cup theme. There's no way it happens at the fo-. And she starts it off. And I'm just like, oh, we all know the song. Yes. And people are like, I can't believe she's doing that. I was like, oh, she's doing it. She's doing it big. <laughs> it's her low-key way of saying that there's only one true football. Yeah, yeah. My husband plays in the real football. <laughs> um, her husband, not for that, the UK. Yeah, is, I know. He's... Is PK of Barcelona and Spanish defense fame. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Pretty good player. <laughs> uh, quiet place too. Do you care? I care to see what some people are going to say about it. The, the people that really like Quiet Place One, I'm I'm curious to see how they're going to like sequels because horror sequels I think are never it's rough ground. They're very tread. hard. Yeah. Speaking of uh, sequels, not that this is in the Super Bowl or not. Do you see the new Saw poster and stuff that's coming out? No. Chris Rock and somebody else. The fuck? Yeah. I can't remember what the name of it. Shelter? No. Is that the name of it? Maybe. Uh, I don't know. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog. I, I didn't care about the Super Bowl commercial spot, but the the trailer and stuff looks a lot better. Yeah, but I said, that, I said that when it came out. So it does look better. Uh, Mulan, which it's whatever. It's Mulan's Mulan. been out. We've talked about it before. Uh, SpongeBob movie. Not going to see it. I I also don't think I like the animation style, just in general. Uh, it's, it's like a weird, like stop motion looking type it's, thing. It's like they wanted to digitally do claymation, and it just is weird. Yeah. Uh, like Hunters, Wallace and Gromit was way better looking than that. Yeah. Uh, Hunters, which is cheese grummet. Would you say it was Amazon or Hunters is the Nazi hunting show on Amazon. Amazon comes out later this month. Uh, the Black Widow trailer, which I think was basically it. the same as all the other ones. Yeah, I don't think the trailer was any different. It might have been uh, shorter, maybe, but Top Gun, which whatever was there a, another one that came out that like shows like I there I saw someone online saying that they. Showed what the antagonist was in the Top Gun movie. Is I it just stealth? It's I'm, a stealth I, thing. I thought it was just the. St- I thought the entire joke was that it, like that I've been making it's and I stealth. thought I was making it correctly. Is that it's just the Top Gun version of the movie Stealth with Jamie Foxx? Maybe and it is. Jessica Biel. We didn't see the Invisible Man one. And somebody else. Who's the third person? Sorry, I stuff. Uh, Jamie is it Jamie Fox? Jamie Fox is the is the lead of the with I think Jessica Beale and there's like the random white guy that's other person. Yeah, it's a random white guy who's like he's not a random white guy. White guy he's, number four. Yeah. He's 
if you saw him, you'd know who he is, but you no one knows his name. He's one of those like B list people, you know hmm. what I mean? I mean that entire movie was anyway. I never watched it, but I never watched it. Oh, I watched it. I've seen it. Oh, I have not seen seen it. it. I've seen it. I think it it might have been in the trailer. I'm pretty sure I watched it in theaters. It might have been in the trailer reel for Employee of the Month on DVD. Okay. And I watched Employee of the Month on DVD into the ground. All right. I need something to fall asleep to, and I've already seen it 18 times, so I just put it on and fall asleep. The Invisible Man. I don't think we actually saw that trailer. I don't think we saw that one. I mean, it makes sense, right? Hey. (laughs) No Time to Die. James Bond. Definitely watch it. I'm... Always here for a James Bond movie. We should make that. We should hit that theater. Well, that one up in theaters. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Let's just not do what we did at Endgame. Yeah. And um, watch it alone on two separate days. <laughs> Falcon and Winter Soldier, which it just was a... It's Disney, Disney Plus. So. Yeah. yeah. It was like a Disney Plus, Disney Plus Montage. trailer. So it was like... It was Falcon and Winter Soldier, WandaVision, Loki. Um, All which, interesting. Yeah. Loki's probably the one I'm the most interested in. Definitely. Um and then Wanda Division is interesting just with all the air time eras they're gonna go through. Yeah, that's that's kind of Brady Bunch to Lucille Ball to modern day to yeah. Um, Lucy, I like I like the idea. I don't know what to expect, which is why I'm not super excited about it. But I like the idea of Falcon, Falcon and Winter Soldier together because like their characters together could be some humorous stuff. Yeah. Um. I just hope he calls him Falcon America. Yeah, that'd be that'd be great. He just refuses to acknowledge that he is Captain America and just yeah. has to stick to Falcon jokes. Mm-hmm. She's like Bucky, he's like, what up, what up, what up, Falcon America? <laughs> um, so flying around or, and then Minions too, which oh, was, I can't believe there's another Minions movie. Yeah, they got to they got to settle. I down. mean, money, it makes money. That's it. Cool. Yeah, I feel like that was a. That's not it. I lied. That's not it. We have one more thing to discuss. Okay. We have deals to discuss, Matt. Because it's the beginning of the month. Which means PlayStation Plus games. Xbox games with gold. Twitch Prime games. Humble games I'm going to make you click links on and call out. I can do that because the internet's working. It is. That's the best part about this. So let's start with Humble Bundle. Humble Bundle has the Humble Choice option where you can choose up to nine games. And I believe the games that are actually visible in the top are the games that are able to be chosen from. Does that make sense? Which link did you click? <laughs> um, it I looks like I'm at the humblebundle.com. All right. So then you should be able to click like choice. And then while we do IT things here, I will wait. Okay. If you listen... You don't want to know what I tell people at work? They click the link 18 different times. Patience. Yeah, it's not, it's not clickable, though. That's the only thing. Which part? Um, it's just showing you the subscribe thing. And yeah, you... no, I'm saying no, I'm saying that. Oh, the, just that image? Yeah, that image, that how there's actually readable titles, and then there's darked out ones. Okay, okay. I weird. believe those readable items are the ones you can pick from. Okay. So, so we ahead. have Frostpunk, The Rifts, which I'm assuming might be a expansion of some kind, or... Add on. Oh, I have no idea. Uh, Wait, Path- is it saying Frostpunk the Rifts? Yeah. Okay, yeah, then it's DLC. Pathfinder Kingmaker Explorer Edition. All right. Uh, Best of Demons. Uh, Eliza. Benelli. Project Warlock. <laughs> the Hex. Uh, Warstone. 
Shenzhen IO, Nightcall, and the other ones are illegible. All right, so two games. That has changed, by the way, since uh, when I wrote this. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Like, what do you mean? Like, I think what? they finally kicked over. Remember how their technical end of the month is oh. usually like the third or something? Mm-hmm. I think it kicked over into the, the current actual selection. Uh, and then the other one, if you could click on the trains bundle, Matt, you should be able to, tra- there should be a, yeah. Because as you know, simulators, trains get us going. Farming gets us going. We got a lot of, you know, European truck simulator all the time. Simulators in general, you bet your ass we're going to talk about Look them. And this. I saw this bundle Look that was this. a train bundle. Pay $1 or more and you get train simulator 2020. Brand new. Brand new title for a dollar? And then a whole treasure trove of DLC is included with that $1. So you get uh, Riviera Line in the 50s, um, Western Hydraulics Pack, Miami, West Palm Beach route, uh, and then a looks like a train engine, a CSX locomotive, which I'm not going to list that out because it's, it's a whole long name. That's not necessary. If you pay more than the average, which is currently at $4.70, you also get... Uh, Train Simulator, Weardale, and Teasdale network route. Um, some more, en- a whole slew of engines. So five five engines. That's a lot and of I'm engines. I'm assuming there's cars tacked on as well with those engines, because why wouldn't there be? You put some cars on your engines. For $12 or more, you get the uh, Chatham Main, Chat, Chat, Chatham, yeah, Chatham Main, Medway Valley Lines. Um, you get the BR class, uh, Two Hall, uh, the Feather River Canyon route, the Western Pacific California Zephyr locomotive, uh, which is actually two, um, Hamburg S1 route, and another locomotive that looks like some sort of, um, what are those called when they, they have the, uh, the electrical line that they have the thing attached to? Electrical. <laughs> uh, like a, like a electric car? I don't know. Like the, you're talking like the bullet train looking style ones? Not necessarily like a bullet train like you style see, looking ones. Yeah, kind of like a tram, I guess. They're like it's on rails, but it's also it's powered by electricity from uh that's attached to the line above. Oh, know? okay. That guy. I I am not into enough of the train culture to one learn. Of the, one of those guys. One of them. So, and in I was looking for my multimeter, my old multimeter. I was going through, you know, ripping through my grandfather's stuff in the and, spare room. And you came, came across, across the old engine? Yeah, well, hundreds, hundreds of photos of trains. Oh, just trains. I thought you were coming across trains. the old set. Just the trains. old they chose. Uh, I have the, someone's got, I think my brother has them. I have their tracks. I have a ton of tracks. It kind of got split. The stuff got split up. Someday. Right. Someday I'll, I'll bring them over and we'll set up a train track. We'll throw the entire house. I got a whole garage with, an, with a studio in it that we could build one of the actual go-up-in-the-middle command center tables. That would be nuts. I actually have photos of his old train setup. I should bring him, I should bring him over because it's like there's a... It is that. <laughs> there's a, a circuit board that's probably like two of these posters next to each other. Okay. That's all just switches. Like every single one of them is a fucking switch. And the oh, whole thing is covered. It's insane. Yeah. Too much. It is too much. And there's like racks. There's all these metal racks. There's probably like 20 to 30 different. Um, he, had a full, the, he had a full train yard, right? Fully he operational. He had a full operational. It, it was an entire spare bedroom. 
I appreciate this, man. Yeah, he was he was a good guy. But also out on PS4, if you have PlayStation Plus, you get Bioshock the Collection, The Sims 4. Damn. And they're doing three games this month, man. And Firewall Zero Hour. I don't know what that is, but those other two are pretty crazy. Well, it, that's actually more than four games or three games. Technically, bundle. Yeah. So. Xbox Games with Gold brings you the TT Isle of Man from February 1st to the 29th. Oh, boy. Call of Cthulhu from February 16th to March 15th. Fable Heroes from February 1st to the 15th. And Star Wars Battlefront from February 16th to the 29th. Good old Isle of Man. Get some racing in. I'd be down with that. And Twitch Prime, Amazon Prime. If you have Amazon Prime, you have Twitch Prime, which means you get to claim these five free games. Desert Child. American Fugitive. Steriden. Narcos. Rise of the Cartels. And White Knight. Spelled white the way you think, but night as in dark. Not as in soldier. Okay. Now that's all I have to say. All right, cool. And we will see you. Matt will see you in two weeks. I hopefully will see you in six days. I'll oh. hopefully see you in two weeks. Never That's know. true. I will hopefully <laughs> hopefully Matt's back in two weeks. Uh, ideally, I'm back in six days. If neither of us come back next week, well, send out the search parties. You know what happened. One of us can get found. The other one probably can't. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.